Hi, my name is Ian. My favourite podcast is Permaculture Voices, and you're listening ahead, the podcast about podcasts. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tony Wall, and you're listening ahead, the podcast about podcasts. Tonight, we find out what it's really like to work at a tech startup in New York City. I'm joined by two of my hardest working friends, Ollie Monch mm-hmm. and Alice Hamilton. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Ollie, what have you been listening to this week? Tone, this week I've been listening to a podcast I've heard a bit about. Uh, it's called Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's an improv comedy chat show. It's been around for about a year and it's hosted by these improvs out of Chicago. Um, the main guy is Arnie Neekamp. And the premise of the show, well, it's probably best to leave it to Arnie to describe it himself. Hello from the Magic Tavern. I'm Arnie Neekamp. A couple of days ago, I fell through a magical rift behind a Burger King into a magical land called Foon. Luckily, I happen to have my podcasting equipment with me, and I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the magical portal. So I've decided it's to host like literally three or four of them the sitting down each week, and they sound like they have a rough sketch of what the show is going to be about, and they just try and make each other crack up like right. the most ridiculous details about what life's like and this mystical foon and yeah, yeah. Okay. anyway it i didn't think it would be something i'd enjoy it's completely bizarre and now i'm, I'm hooked on it awesome all right thanks al al what have you been listening to um, I have been listening to a podcast from some of our Twitter buddies um, called We Fact Up. It's an Australian podcast because you know how I love the Australian podcast. Yes, you do. And each week they solve or look to solve a little quirky question. You know, it'll be something like, why is American money green? Or what does fair dinkum really mean? And they'll spend the best part of half an hour just kind of like gas bagging about why they reckon. And then at the end, somebody Googles it and they find out really why. Oh, there you go. Sounds like a nice podcast. And good on you, those guys, for uh, tweeting us about something. Being, Did they, Twitter. being a friend being of Twitter. Thanks for being friends of Twitter. <laughs> um, okay, guys, well, let's get into it. This episode, we're talking about a brand new podcast called The Intern. I'm Alison Berenger, and The Intern is my story about the tech startup world, living in New York, and documenting it all. The premise of the podcast is that Alison was hired by a company, Betaworks, to make a podcast about working at their company and living in New York City. Um, Ollie, were you hooked straight away? No, I've got to say, this was a slow burn for me. If you hadn't recommended it, I think I would have ditched it after couple of episodes. But was the idea a hook? Yeah. That yeah, I did actually. And yeah. in the first episode, I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Alice, how did you feel? Tell me firstly, were you, did you like the idea of this? So that the fact that it's, she's an intern and... Uh, to be honest, I had no preconceptions when I was coming into it. I actually thought this was potentially a fictional podcast. <laughs> and then when I realised that sort of in her intro about it being an internship at a, at a tech startup, I was like, oh, here we go. Like, privileged Ivy League youth has enough parental money to just like drift about New York City and get paid nothing. But she kind of won me over. I really thought that the questions she started asking as it started to get into like episodes two, three, four, I was like, this is actually a different take and I appreciate this. She's clearly been given a lot of free reign to tell whatever story she wants. Uh, And you know, key to that is obviously bringing in her personal stories, like this experience she has with IKEA, and she tells this story about how oh, she's. Oh, this is Holly's um, favorite part. Yeah, I think it probably was. I do some online research. I'm trying to spend under three hundred dollars. 
I look for the second cheapest. I feel like that's always a good strategy. I find a full-size foam one for $2.79, which fits my budget perfectly. But then I see that delivery is an extra $60 and puts me way over. Damn it! And then I see something. The foam mattresses, they come rolled up. I check the dimensions of the mattress roll-up. Height, almost 5 feet. Diameter, 16 inches. Weight, 40 pounds. I can totally carry 40 pounds. Perfect. I thought I only lost no, seven minutes to that the first time that I, I heard the episode. To relive it now is... It is just so boring. Oh. Like, going to Ikea is boring. Doing life maintenance is boring. Don't make me listen to it. Like, are you for real? So Come brutal. on. And yet, I mean, if you look at it, like I went back and looked, at, looked through Twitter and there are so many people that came forward after that and just went, oh my God, that story about Ikea. Like, it was referenced in this like kind of this way that said this was an amazing tale. of. Maybe of, it's just that Ikea. It is very shit. You've been to that Ikea. Have I have. You? Spoiler for everyone. You lived in New York City. You can, <laughs> you can relate to this story. spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler for those who don't know Alice, you lived in New York City. You know what it's like to, to be there. I've been there and I've public transported it there and back with like a cumbersome amount of furniture that I shouldn't have been travelling with on the subway with. Yeah. And you've got to get like a bus to the subway. Look, I don't want to tell Ollie about it because he'll come over here and knife me. But like I did, I thought that it was an interesting point. Like she's spending her time struggling to find what her role is in this company and what her role is in this city and it's just doing everything it can to reject her and um so I I definitely understood what was it I'm hoping her intended metaphor did you did you feel like your heart went out to her when you heard about how she was living and yeah I definitely did I could definitely empathize with her sense of just like really wanting to make it work the line I liked best was the one where she says her friend says to her after we said our goodbyes and hung up I was feeling optimistic about the internship hopefully job whatever it is and it's unknown terms but there was something that Katie said that stuck with me you want New York to love you so badly but it just hates you right back I used to say that all the time. My catchphrase was, every day New York City is going to punch you in the face, and if you don't love it, then you're just getting punched in the face. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about Betaworks, because it's... I mean, they're kind of the elephant in the room, I feel like, in the first three episodes. Uh, you don't get... You don't hear about them. Did you, did you guys know that the artwork and the music were both, like, Betaworks things? No. no. So that's something I didn't realise either, and that made me feel a little bit dirty. I was like, oh, I've just been, like, a little bit caught into the, the, the PR of this. Yeah. Like, did you? I think that's fine. Like, I think it's, you know, it's not pretending to be anything else. It's, it's out there. It's consensual. Yeah, I, pr- I probably preferred the earlier episodes where it was a little bit more organic and almost like they were lifting up the curtain I felt like almost a little bit too much. Like the conversations that she's having with her boss, James, and, you know, talking about people getting fired and moved on. And I was almost like, gosh, if I was paying her to do this podcast, I don't know if they'd want, if I'd want her to show this much of how the sausage gets made or frankly, like how much we don't have any idea what we're doing. I guess my thought is that that it's kind of cool that, that they allow themselves to be slandered a bit in it. It sort of says that's something that a big corporate would never do. And I suppose it's a good segue to talk maybe a little bit about the pay rise episode where um, essentially she asks for a pay rise and that just sort of leads into this 
um, journey of her finding out whether she's going to get a pay rise. Yeah, it was definitely that was it was great episode. Yeah, I thought it was great. Really good content. Um, how often do you get to hear people talk about what they make and? Just the fact that she put people on the spot, like, you know, sits them down to have a, a quick chat and then she's like, so, so what are you making here? And yeah. they're like, yeah. <laughs> I loved how uncomfortable people were. I'm the founder and CEO of a company at Betaworks. Great. And what's your salary? Wow. Just diving right into it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that I want to tell you. Why are you uncomfortable? I just, yeah, I, I thought it actually made for really good radio. Absolutely. And did it, I mean, did it bring back memories for you, Al, of a, of a time gone by? Secret story for our listeners. Tona and I actually worked together oh. in, in, our, in our youth, along with Alex. Um, we used to work together at an ad agency. And do you remember that we once got absolutely balled out by the MD for collaborating on our pays and apparently talking about our pays is yeah what we did. talking yeah. about it and I, like i'm not afraid to say that we were all earning about twenty eight thousand dollars <laughs> including super at the time and we were pretty much just living off the free booze fridge <laughs> <laughs> and she had the audacity to come in and be like i can't believe you guys are talking about your pays and i can't believe that you any of you want to be promoted excellence is the price of entry that's what i remember saying um yeah and- it's so taboo isn't it and it's funny that people are not allowed to talk about that stuff. I mean, she does do a good explanation as to why transparency can lead to conflict, but um, she ends up talking to her boss. Yeah. I mean, look, Addison, you, you're doing a great job and, and everyone yeah. like, really values what you're doing. Um, that being said, can we talk about potential salary increases? We can talk about it. Okay. But doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, I think the big question here, and we're not, we don't want to spoil this for anyone because it is quite a good episode. It left me hanging. Um, do you think she actually deserved a pay rise, Alice? I, like, I'm not going to pretend that I have her full performance review in front of me, but um, I still think that she deserved the right to ask for one and to have the discussion. And I felt that her boss's tone was almost like accusatory and very flip about the fact that she was even bringing up the conversation. It was almost like he was having fun with it, wasn't it? But need to feel like I'm making a living wage and... You don't feel like you're making a living wage at the moment? Not anymore. No? No. But you said you were living large. Yeah, again, it's all relative, but now... Ah, it's all relative. It is relative. I feel like he's not taking this seriously. Yeah, I feel like his tone was very condescending um, and I did not appreciate it. I thought he was hamming it up for the tape. You know, he was trying to, <laughs> trying to be a dude because yeah. he knew it was being recorded. Yeah, I, just, I definitely think that the, the gender piece plays a part in it, in, in not just the fact that he's her boss but also that he's a, a man and he's just condescending to her like like she doesn't understand anything and he's not helping in any way to guide her through the process but he's just taking absolute joy in like mansplaining a pay rise to her <laughs> um you know he he should he should definitely he comes off very poorly in this i don't think anyone's really arguing that but i guess i guess the question i mean can 
could he actually, and I don't want to ruin it again, I'm not ruining it by saying this, but can they actually say yes? Like, can, because what, what is that, if he says yes to her and everyone at the company listens to this, where right. she, she balls him and, and then she, what's going to happen? You know, maybe they're... But they're come on, Tony, like, there's like 12 ways from Christmas, better ways to handle that situation. Yes. Yeah, fair's, fair's fair, like he was, a, he was an ass in those negotiations, but at the same time, like, she'd put out four podcasts in six months or something. Like, come on, what the hell are you doing with the rest of your time? <laughs> what, we knock out a podcast a week here uh, and, and we're working full-time jobs, have families, you know, doing this at the end of the day after everything else is done. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can knock out more than one episode every month and a half. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're interested in $50,000. <laughs> <laughs> Before we talk about whether we're subscribing or not, it's time for BoulderPod. Alice, your turn in the hot seat. You guys know how this works. I give you the name of a podcast and you've got to guess what that podcast is about. This week, Ants Podcast. (laughs) Ants Podcast. Mm. Okay. Is it a podcast by Anthony? (laughs) Ant, A-N-T-S, is it an acronym? This is classic Balderdash. <laughs> Australian National Territory Shrubberies. Mm. Great visual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the shrubberies of the Australian National Can Territory. Can you see that shrubbery? It's great. Yes. <laughs> Ants. Is it, a, is it a podcast about the movie Ants? No. No. Okay, so do you want a clue? Yes. Yes. I will give you the name of episode 70, Tour Kickoff Breakdown. Uh, oh. Oh my god, Alice. <laughs> oh my god, that oh feels my amazing. God, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Alice. <laughs> we are talking about ants marching. <laughs> we are. I chose this especially for you, Tony Wall, because you are such a great Dave Matthews Band fan. Huge. That's amazing. So this is about Dave Matthews Band. And it is about his tours, really? They're going to do a podcast about Yeah, that? yeah, it is. Wow. The Ants Marching Podcast is a show dedicated to the Dave Matthews Band and its premier online community. Very nice. Thanks, Alice. Wow, never would have got that. Thank you. Okay, guys, uh, it's time to discuss our final thoughts. Ollie, is there a company out there or an industry that you think uh, could use a little curtain unveiling and, and you'd like to hear an intern? Yeah, is there is there potential for this to be a series? <laughs> should we make this podcast yeah, where we one of us just resigns and then starts work? working at lots of different places? Um, oh, that could definitely work. Did you ever have a job that you could have made this podcast at? I feel like I could have I could have made a good podcast. I was at one stage I was a talent agent or an assistant talent agent. <laughs> and I was being trained to like scout people and I like my boss would say things like he looks talented. Go talk to him. Talent agent in what industry? Yeah, what year? In the movie industry in um... In the movie. <laughs> In Australia? <laughs> yeah. No, it was in Canada. It was in Canada. In Canada. <laughs> so it was a small industry. It wasn't Hollywood or anything, but, you know. What were, city? What city were you in? In, in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> Well-known movie. <laughs> 
That's it for another episode of Listening Ahead. Thanks so much for listening to us today. If you liked our episode, please subscribe in iTunes or even leave us a review because that helps other people find the podcast. Next week on Listening Ahead. I'm Terrence Mickey. Welcome to Memory Motel. Each episode of Listening Ahead is written, created and produced by Podgoals. And we are Ollie Monch, Alex Bailey Charteris, Alice Hamilton and Tony Wall. Our music is by Ladyback. With thanks to and grabs from The Intern. <laughs>